This is Brooke. And this is Nikki. And this is Charlene. And this is my so-called whatever. Yay! Charlene's here. Happy, happy 2018, everybody. Yay! Oh my gosh. We're buried. (laughs) 2018 has brought in a whopper. It hasn't been kind to you, Brooke. Um, can I tell you that 2018 so far has been been a big pita, uh, a huge pita, <laughs> and not a chicken Caesar pita. Oh, I wish they had those. Okay, <laughs> those were 20 years ago. P.S. Um, oh. so yeah, no, we I still don't have heat, and this is the third day. Um. Like we're, but I'm warm. My living room is 72 degrees. I'm fine because we have space heaters and fireplaces and because you have we have to because if we didn't, our pipes would freeze. I mean, I have heat, but in Brooke's situation, if she didn't do space heaters everywhere, her pipes would freeze, and that would be a whole other ball. That'd be a whole other mess. Now, now for people people like me in Southern California who don't understand this winter theory that you speak of, can you tell Mm -hmm. us like what? what temperatures you're dealing with and that's why it's so terrible that you don't have heat right now well it's actually like warmer today it's balmy yes what is it like 28 degrees oh my is it that warm yeah i just checked that's great i think that's what it was yeah uh let me check hold on i'm bringing it up right now it is 28 degrees and snowing 100 percent chance of snow it's a blizzard like what are they calling it like a it's a um, bomb yeah, it's a something. Cy- it's not a cyclone. It's um bomb cyclone, isn't yes. it? And yes, I'm like, somebody- what? Yeah. Somebody at work called it bombastic. <laughs> bombastic bomb cyclone. How about a nor'easter? That's pretty like, much what oh, it is. Okay. As someone from the West Coast, I've never heard that phrase until this week. It's a really? wicked lot of snow. It is. <laughs> I a saw nor'easter. some video of. Of uh, Marky Mark talking about, I guess, East Coast sayings. Yeah. And it, it, yes. it said like Nor'easter. And he's like, oh, that's a storm. I was like, oh, that's what that is. And then I saw it written like on different sites like two other times. It's like, that's the first time I've heard that. Now you can use it all the time. Use it in a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's just it's crazy. It's crazy. Like driving today was awful. Yeah. I only did it because I had to. Because I was working. And um, no. So anybody that's out there. Well, you're not hearing this right now. But hopefully you were you stayed safe and warm. Yeah. So, yeah. It, remi- it reminds me of something similar that happened 20 years ago. 20 years ago today was when it started. And, and it was the. Go ahead, In- Brooke. The infamous ice storm of 98. 1998 we were seniors in high school all three of us were yeah we came back one day of school one day we came back and then we were off for what two weeks yeah two weeks and what you know it was great we were seniors so we didn't have to make that up it was the best (laughs) when they told us we didn't have to make it up i was like oh yeah you guys you're a bunch of losers we get to get out of here (laughs) (laughs) it was a Awesome. It was awesome. I mean, the ice storm wasn't awesome because a lot of people were without power and a lot of our like landscape was ruined. Yes. 
And I mean, for years, you would drive down the interstate and see like still like broken dead trees. Right. Um, Because it takes time for those like the foliage to like catch up and for things to be cleared out. Right. And it was devastating. We didn't lose power, though. My parents did for three weeks. Did they really? Yes, because we were on a dead end road, as we've discussed before. And it was just my parents' house, my next door neighbor, Agnes, who was an older lady. And then the lady, actually, the lady across the street was on a different grid. So she didn't lose power. Um, She did for a brief time, but it was a downed wire. And because they had so much going on, they couldn't come and fix it. So because it, I mean, it was just two houses, you know, actually three because it was our other next door neighbors, too. So, you know, we the three of us did not have power. And the refrigerator was the snowbank. And I stay with my sister. Yeah. So did it just get it just worse, (laughs) like the worst kind of cold more than you guys are already having this week? Like, was it just record cold? Is that what happened? Oh, it was completely something I've never experienced. So what happened was the weather pattern, it would warm up just enough so that it would rain and not snow, but it would freeze immediately. So then we were getting like sleet and freezing rain constantly. And I... I'm probably getting this wrong because I'm not a meteorologist, but um, it just kept circling us. It kept going and going and going. Nobody could drive because it was just ice. It was like a big skating rink. That's all I can think of. Like you would look outside and like the the power lines would have icicles coming off of it. And like the trees, like to look at it, it's really pretty. Yeah. But it's it was like it's like a movie. It's not even like real life. And the sound. The s- it, oh, my gosh. Do you remember the sounds of it? It was like I do the eerie sound. sound. It was like, cre- like creaking. Yes. Like it was constant <laughs> creaking. It was snow. It was no snow. It was just ice. It was everywhere. ice. Right. It Pure was ice. Because it was something like they like the tropical, like the higher levels was like tropical air coming from the south. But then like the lower levels was like like freezing, like Arctic air. So it started as rain, and then it, like, came down to, like, our, like, groundish area, mm-hmm. and it would freeze. Because I watched that video that we're going to post on our website, and they, they described it much better than I, than I am. Yeah, me too, because, like, what, what do I know? I don't know. It was, like, one of those things that just doesn't happen. It, right, yeah. It was, like a, like, a perfect storm. I took a shower at the high school. You did. Whoa. Yes. This is probably a good question to ask people. Like, did you take a shower, you know, after gym? Like, because no. we didn't. We no. didn't do that. Um, but... We didn't do that at all. But I know my mom, she did when she was in high school in the 70s. Yes. And my, and my sister did in the 80s. So, but like, we didn't. We didn't take showers. The only time we ever took showers was if we had a basketball game and there was like a dance after. I can remember us showering, but like in our bathing suits. Because like, you know, and I think it was like twice ever, ever that we were there. But I ended up the showers that were at our high school were not great. They were not. (laughs) I bet they were not. (laughs) They were not good. I don't Um, even remember them. It's like they hadn't been turned on since the since the 80s (laughs) they were like in poor shape and they were being used because a lot of us didn't have power and so we would come in and and take a shower because i I couldn't take a shower at my parents house and 
there were some other circumstances going on that we won't go into. Yeah, so I took a shower there. The only showers that were like regularly used were the swim team. Mm-hmm. Um, they had uh like a, they had a locker for the girls and guys on the pool. Well, not on the pool, but like on the side of the pool. So they were the only people I know, and they would same thing. They'd wear their their trunks or their their bathing suits, and they would they were the only ones that men would shower off. But for regular PE, no, no, we never took showers. No. So what about you guys out there? Do you guys take showers? We want to know. In school? Which is weird to us because, like, first of all, that's that's not a whole lot of time to take a shower. No, there's no time to take a shower. And, like, can you imagine, like, blow dry your hair and, like, try to put a little squirt of makeup no, on? No, no. And, and they did it in the movies. Yeah, they did. 16 Candles. Like, exactly. 16 Candles. Remember Boing? boing? <laughs> <laughs> and that and that was a part that I'd forgotten about when my kids were watching it and I was like, there you go. Breasts. <laughs> it, you know what? But there's a lot of 80s movies that have nipples for no reason, I've noticed. I did that on the spot like that, but that is all I did. Breasts. <laughs> because the last thing you want is for them to go Google it. Oh, Brody. Princess Leia <laughs> buns. Don't ever Google Princess Leia buns in front of your kids. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Because I did it, and Been there, it, was, un- Not it was an unfortunate circumstance, because we were try- I was trying to do my daughter's hair, and I wanted to make sure that they, you know, because they were Princess Leia's buns, not her, like, buns buns, but, like, her hair buns, like, right. they were, like, done a certain way. And so I Google Princess Leia buns and full-on nudity. You're like I didn't. I didn't Google Princess Leia porn. I right. Princess Leia porn. Right. And so I looked at my son and I was like, "This is why we we don't Google unless we ask, because you get." And he was just like, "Ah!" <laughs> <laughs> there's your there's your little tidbit. There's your there's your little side story for today. I'm sure, there'll be more. Oh, I'm sure there there usually is plenty. Yeah. Ice storm. We're going to post the video. Yeah. You guys can hear those noises. I'm pretty sure that in the video, it has I the noise. Like, I feel like it must. It's so, it's so creepy. Think of a horror movie that's like, like psychological. Yeah. <laughs> with like some creature that you never see. That's the sound. Right. <laughs> Almost like, do you know what it sound like? sounded like? Stranger uh, Things. Have you seen Stranger Things? I haven't seen it. Have you, Charlene? Yes, 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 yes. I yes. swear, one of the noises that they use is from is is like, like that. I can't do it. It's like I can't. I. I. It's like a weird, just like almost like a door opening, like creaking open, but it's different than that. But that's that's why the sound designers get paid the big bucks to make that sound that gets stuck in your head like, oh, that's the scariest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. You need to watch that. You really it's so do. Good. It's so, it's so freaking okay. good. So here's a tangent that you can keep or not keep. So Matthew Modine shops at my store. Oh. Really? Yes. And so um And his it was character last... is creepy in that. Have you watched have you watched Stranger Things or no? Me? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I've seen okay. both seasons. Okay, yes. good. Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil anything for Brady and seen it, but um, but so he shops at my store and he's super nice. Like, he must live in Venice. He's like super super nice. And um, I saw that he was um, 
going to leave because I was I was on the front end of the registers for a long time before I went back to the meat department. So I was like, I'm going to bag for Matthew Modine. And we have this super nice older lady cashier. And she's like, so, you know, have you, you know, been in any new movies? And then he's both of us at the same time said Stranger Things. I said, also known as my favorite show of the year. And this is before season two came out. And um, he's like, oh, you like it. That's great. I was like, oh, I love that show so much. And he's like, you know, you want to know what I think? I'm like, yeah, I yes. want to know what you think. Yes, Freaking please. Matthew Modine, tell me what you think <laughs> about this amazing show. And you're everybody like, like, put your hand in your chin. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, he's like, see, people think I'm the bad guy, but I'm not the bad guy. And I said, technically, no. I said, you, everything your character does, he thinks he's doing for a good purpose. He's like, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not the bad guy, you know. I'm not a good guy, but I'm not the bad guy. And I was like, no, that's that's totally true. He's like, I think what it is, it's it's the evil that's entering the world in this, you know, city that we're in. So it's not me. And I was like, you're totally right. Freaking Matthew Modine. Tell me about your character in Stranger Things. <laughs> like, OK, sure. <laughs> and so he's like, yeah, season two. Is, is good. I think I think uh, I think you're going to like it. It's, it's, it's really good. I was like, I'm totally excited. Absolutely amazing. I think what we need to do is we need to do a Stranger Things like episode block. Right. Because Here's there's what you could do. You could watch the first season and then we could break it down. Right. And even if it's just like the 80s references, even if it's just that, because there's so many. Like if you're looking at the bedroom, if you're looking at like the kids when they're playing and I mean, they were all they were playing with all those Star Wars toys. That was like a huge breakthrough in the 80s. You know, mm -hmm. they made more than the movie itself. Mm -hmm. You know, things like that. Little things like that. Um, them all having walkie talkies. Like yeah. that was a total 80s thing. So. Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, is. um. The Duffer brothers, it's kind of funny. They're twins and they're like the, the main uh, showrunners. They're born in 84. So it's not even like they're our age, that they're 84, but they just grew up with all that and just loved it. So they just kind of, you know, made the show around it. There's someone from Maine that has something to do is like a prime either writer or on the project. And I just saw it posted recently and I was like, because there were a lot of like, it feels a little Stephen King-ish. It, it mm -hmm. does. Especially when I watched it for the first time. This is like Stephen King horror movie. <laughs> you know, the intro. Like, I feel like I'm going to watch Cujo or Carrie or something. And there, there was a main reference in the second season. So I I think that there's somebody. There's a, I think I, I, I'll have to look it up. I will look yes. it up and I'll figure it out. I just Googled it. He is a writer and producer and he's from Newburgh. Uh, Justin Doble. Oh, okay. He's from Maine, isn't he? He he's is. He's our age. He's from Newburgh. See? I knew it! I, so like, like I, I knew I'd seen that. <clears throat> he's 32. Okay, so he's younger. And he's a self-admitted king junkie. Hey! Ah, there, there you go. go! Oh, wait, no. No, it says Matt, Matt and Ross Duffer are self-admitted king junkies, and Doble oh. decided to lead with that connection when he first met them. Gotcha. So it's almost like that's how he got the job. So what does he do? He is a a writer and producer on the show. That's that. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Go Maine. Woo! <laughs> I saw this link, uh, this article when the season two came out. Like, oh, does Stranger Things season two overdose on nostalgia? And I'm like, no. Never. It's set in 1984. That's right. how it's supposed to be in 1984. Like, what? what? 
we have an overdose on nostalgia. I think that was the only time I actually just commented on some random article like, no, this is wrong. <laughs> well, I have put this down on my list and I think I might start watching as I go to bed tonight. Yeah, um, I couldn't stop watching it. So good luck with that. I like stayed up one night and I'm like, okay, I should have done that. Yeah, there are, <laughs> there are some shows I've done that with. It, it takes a special show, though, for me to do that. You will like it. You will love it. And I liked it primarily for the nostalgia part, piece of it mm-hmm. because it was so good. And um, Winona Ryder's were, in it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Which we will segue to yes. in just a moment. Little Winona <laughs> Ryder. But first... Do you guys want to to talk about that email that we received? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about it. Let's read it. Okay. So, Brooke, I was, and I also have to say, Brooke, I'm really proud of you for coming out um, last podcast and, like, touching on some of the things that you were working on last year. Because you, I don't think you've ever done that on the podcast. And so... Wait, that I was working on? Like being yeah. a better me? Yeah. Oh yeah, talking about yourself. I don't I don't talk about myself. You should. That's why that's why it was good that you did. Right. Because and and I don't do it consciously. I just don't. Well, you I, should. Is what we're trying to say. You'll have to remind me. Cuz it's one of those things like I don't think to even do cuz I think like who cares? <laughs> like <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> like I I just don't think like anything like I'm I don't think I'm that interesting. But you'll have to remind me to do that because I just don't and I don't and I never want to feel like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't. I'm not, I mean, not interesting. I mean, I, to a certain extent, I think like a lot of us feel that way, but we connect to other people. So I'm going to say after 50 episodes, I think both of you guys are pretty interesting. Hey, thank you. Thanks. It feels weird because seriously, I still feel like just Kevin listens. Now, Charlene. So Kevin and Charlene and Christine listen. <laughs> and and occasionally and Brooke. Yes, and Kelly. Kelly listens. Yes. Kelly, Kelly, Kelly hashtags. You, I'm, do you I'm know sorry. what I mean? Like, I feel like just like a small group of people. And then like, I'll see people that I've never interacted with that are like, congratulations on 50, 50 episodes. I love you guys. And I... It just like makes me tear up. I'm thinking, you're listening. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. And we all know that Donnie Wahlberg listens too. So. <sighs> Donnie has listened at least a little bit. Excuse me, Donnie. Hey, how's it going? Appreciate your social media presence. We appreciate yes. you. We do. We do. I'm. I'm missing. So- I know you have to take a little break, but like I'm ready for the 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 tweets to to come around again the uh the like be your be a better you tweets i like, like those. and you know what else donnie if the other guys need help give yeah. them help give yeah. them tips seriously yeah. please i mean if they want it or let me give them tips are you talking about like joe because i can help him with his website i haven't said that in a long time joe if you're <laughs> listening i can help you with your website just just putting that you out there get those new Joe's got to get those new tour dates up for the Southern right. California shows he does before he moves back to New York. Joe, yes. let's work together. Let's do this. <laughs> let's get this. We're a, we're a team. Team Mac all the way. <laughs> let's do it. Okay, so and, sorry, you said email. Yes. yes. Okay, so Jill emailed us. It's just it was it just came at the right time. It was just something I needed to hear. 
selfishly, I'm saying just me, but I feel like all of you need to hear this. And I, I just appreciated it a lot. And I asked her, hey, is this okay if I share this? And, you know, she was like, ooh, yes. And I'll, I'll read that part too, because I think it's important. Actually, you know what, Brooke? Why don't you read it? I will. I'd be happy to. Awesome. Are we ready? We're ready. All right, here we go. The subject is Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Jill. Happy New Year, Jill. Warning. I'm about to get sappy on you. I know I already mentioned in my tweet that I got a little emotional listening to you talk about self-acceptance in the New Year's episode. I wanted to share how it really stuck with me beyond my initial listen. Your conversation was at the forefront of my mind all day. One of my first favorite songs was Whitney Houston's The Greatest Love of All. That's a great song. It is a good song. In second grade, my best friend and I sang it to our teacher in a private concert. I'm not really sure why we decided to do that, but I remember singing it to her at the end of the year. That was so... That's adorable. Like, I could see, like, you and you and Jen doing that. Yeah, I could, too. She would have definitely um, been the better singer. <laughs> That's cute, though. Stop it. Stop putting yourself down. You have a great voice. No, Brooke, that was just... Brooke, that was... don't you... Brooke, what? don't you ever wish you were someone else? Don't do it. <laughs> Stay the same. No, I don't. Um, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Even at a young age, the concept of nurturing a relationship with yourself resonated with me. I feel like I've been on a journey of self-acceptance and self-love ever since. That song says that it's easy to achieve the greatest love of all, but I disagree. Like most women, and I guess people, I've struggled with not really being comfortable in my own skin. I've worked on it for a long time sometimes harder than other times, sometimes more successfully than other times. Also, like most other people, I've gone through struggles in life and learned some hard lessons. But I've also learned that I can usually navigate through any situation if I just get out of my own way. I beat myself up, I get caught up in my own doubt. I often ignored my gut because the things I would tell myself made me believe that I couldn't trust my gut. But over the last couple of years, I've been trying to trust myself more. When I was reflecting on 2017, I realize that I'm happier now than I've ever been because rather than listening to the outside noise and to the doubt in my head, I've been listening to my gut and trusting that I know what makes me happy. Yay. Yay. Yay for that. Celebrate that. Part of what makes me happy is listening to you too and participating in your community. You are my people and it's so nice to have found you and this community that has been born out of the positivity and love you exude. I've been a New Kids fan for 30 years, but didn't always share that with everyone. My best friends have always known, but now I'm more comfortable sharing it with the world. And since I've been doing that, it's made me giddy. I've <laughs> reignited the flame in a new way. I have the podcast to thank for that. Oh, you're welcome. Oh. You go. You go do that. You, you be, be giddy. Proud. You be giddy and be proud of that New Kids love. For reals. Getting back to the New Year's episode. I went back to work today. I took a lot of PTO time in December and was a bit disengaged. I was struggling to get back into the swing of things. I work in marketing and given the creative nature of that field, there isn't always a right or wrong answer solution. Because I haven't been super engaged, I found all those feelings of self-doubt creeping back in. But your words reminded me that I'm the only one standing in my way. My boss believes in me. My team is supportive and I know what I'm doing. Today could have gone differently if I didn't listen to your podcast yesterday. Oh, thank you for sharing yourself and your vulnerabilities with us. It's very appreciated. I'm thrilled to be going on this journey with you. This community is special and it's moments like your conversation that nurture it. I hope you ladies always stay the same. 
Yeah, I love it. I love it. That's so nice. It says, your friend, Jill. It's so nice to hear. Thank you to Jill. Because, like we've talked about before, and even in this, today, like, sometimes it feels like, I don't think people are listening. Like, it doesn't feel like people are listening. I know people are listening. I mean, I know that because we we see that, but it's it's like, you know, it's just, it's kind of, it's nice. Thank you. It is. And I'm glad that us just being honest and talking with each other and to you guys is helpful in any way. Yeah. I agree. It's very nice. Good job, Brooke. <laughs> good, good job, Nikki. Hey, Charlene. Great job to you, too. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Nikki, you need to read this next, the little excerpt that she sent after because that is gold. It is like if I could use the 100% emoji, I would right now. <laughs> Even though I don't, I, I like don't really understand how to use it in certain contexts, but I feel like it would be like perfect here. I agree. Okay. So what I had done is I'd asked her if I could use this because. It was just great. And I really wanted to read it on the podcast. So she wrote back, it's a little nerve wracking, but yes, you can share this on the podcast. You've built a safe place to share something like this. If you guys are brave enough to be vulnerable, I can do the same. And like you, it's nice to know you're not alone. You clearly have a gift of connecting people and connecting people together. Maybe that's what you're supposed to be doing. And what you're doing now is just a means to an end. Trust yourself. As cheesy as that sounds, you have all the answers inside of you and I'm like getting teary um, just listening to that because like I needed to hear that because I've really been questioning myself lately. Like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? I feel like this is what I'm supposed to be putting my heart and soul into. But like, how can I do it? How can I do this? Like, how can we continue to keep doing, you know, the things that we're doing with the time that we have? And we're just going to find it. We're just going to find the time. That's that's my answer, because Jill said the answers are inside of me. So I will find them, Jill. Thank you for that. And the answers are inside of you, Charlene, and you, Brooke. So you know, I yeah. I think I think in this world of social media and Instagram filters and everybody kind of showing the highlight reel of everything being so amazing and look at me on vacation and I'm in my bikini and this is so much fun and look at my new car that. Right. I think people on a core level crave authenticity. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that one, this started out of you guys talking about things you love and five guys from Beantown that you love and love those starting guys from Beantown. Oh yes. White pants forever. (laughs) (laughs) And, and the community that's extended from that. I mean, I think that's like, Oh yeah, this is something real. So the fact that people are connecting, it's like nobody is cool. Nobody has all the answers. Nope. Nobody is, you know, right. Rico Suave. Nobody, nobody no. is at all. You know, no. we all feel like big old dorks, no matter what you look like, what size you are, how tall you are. No, everybody, every single person. So I think when people can actually connect and feel like, hey, these people are real or I see something real in these people. It's like, hey, we're all together. We're all the same. Right. Except you guys are freezing in Maine and. It was like 70 degrees in Long Beach. But aside. Oh, my God. 
aside from that, I think that's 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 the important thing is that there's so much gloss and hype and things that aren't really real. You know, you can't have a baby and be bikini body ready in six weeks. You can if you have a trainer and a personal chef. And, right. you know, I mean, but, but who has that? You know, celebrities where it's their job. Right. Right. But exactly. We look at all this and it's it, that's not important, you know. Right. The connections that we make here, thanks to you guys starting this podcast 50 episodes ago, that's real. Yeah. And maybe we're all the cool kids. Like, all of us. The entire community, you know? That's I never really I thought think. about that until you just said that, but I'm like, we're not afraid to be like, yeah, I was like crazy in love with, I don't know, Fred Savage. Oh, I did this. I did that. Right. I feel like we're open with one another. And I think for some reason, it's it's something that for a long time we were told we couldn't be. Yeah. Don't tell somebody too much. It, it's, it's different. You know, don't tell people that or they'll think that you're crazy. Don't tell people that they won't like you. They won't want to be friends with you. Well, why not? You know, then maybe they maybe we shouldn't be friends. You know, right. it's I don't know. It's so liberating. I appreciate that. It is. It is. It's liberating it is. to find other like like minded people. Right. And to just be yourself and to be able to do that with no, with no, um, like fear of being judged or exactly anything like that. It is. It's liberating. And for a long time, I was worried. I mean, in the beginning, Uh we were said, we were like, keep it, keep it quiet, blah, 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 whatever, you know, because who, you know, I'm at this point right now. I mean, it's not really the best time right now for me to be judged. But if I was, why do I need them in my life? If they're going to judge me for being real, then I don't need them in my life. Right. At all. Then then they're not really your friend. Exactly. Or they don't really matter in your in your realm. You know, exactly. That's yeah, I'm not gonna waste my time anymore. And that's taking me so long to realize. So you guys help me realize that. So, and you know, it, it, it's aside from it being community, it's also age, you know, mm-hmm. looking back and being mm-hmm. in charge of little people having kids like, okay, so what really is important? Okay. What I like is important that my loved ones are good. That's important. What some random person says who I don't know on the internet, not that important. No. Right. It's you know. still, I mean, in, in all reality, when it does happen, because I know it will happen eventually, we'll get people that will be, you know, trolling and or we'll just, you know, looking for a rise or whatever. Um, just help me remind remind me of this conversation. <laughs> because, you know, I do let things get to me. I, I'm not gonna Nikki. lie, like I'm not perfect. Here's the, here's the thing. If this happens, just let me know and I will go after them. <laughs> I will go in. I can be a vicious security guard <laughs> and I, I appreciate that so much i've dealt with this my entire life like i let little things like little yes. things bother me yeah. um that don't they don't matter they don't no. matter well like little things that are nothing it's almost like you you sometimes you want to you i don't want to say you want that's that's the wrong way to, to word it it's self-sabotage is really what yes, it is it is you Something happens and you are like, for some reason, it translates to you in a way that is the worst thing that could ever happen when in actuality, it's like not. It's just right. it's very simple. But it's like you're always you're looking for that. Not because you want it, 
but because you're you want to like defend yourself against it or you're so worried about it happening right yeah and and when in all actuality whatever that little thing that somebody said was truly all they all it was right right didn't it wasn't didn't mean anything right and it's the depression it's you know it's it's constantly battling with me and once i get one thing resolved it's on to the next and it's on to the next and it's on to the next and you know this might be my life and that's fine i just feel so much better knowing like i have other people out there that are like feeling the same way are Mm -hmm. ready to help me fight this like i'm Mm -hmm. not alone i'm not it's not just kevin and i because for a long time that's what i felt like Mm -hmm. and i mean no offense because i wasn't sharing the things with you brooke you know i wasn't i wasn't being as open saying you know it really sucked like just the other day i texted you and i said i just want to let you know it's not been good like today has not been a good day and whatever i say just take it with a grain of salt pretty much because yeah it's been bad and that self-sabotage thing is I want to say it before somebody else does. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I'm looking to because I don't feel like I'm good enough. Like, I deserve something like this. Um, but you know what? Like, we work hard and we have an awesome community and so many friends and we do deserve this. Like, we uh-huh. do. And that's just really weird for me to say. Like, it feels so foreign. <laughs> I feel like I'm going. Bleh. But, but it makes so much sense. <laughs> I, I, I've got to keep saying that like I deserve this I'm you do. I'm a good person you know and I work hard so I deserve it but it just feels weird two minutes later I'll be like you don't deserve this like you don't deserve this it's just weird and again it's the depression and I know other people can relate to that and just keep fighting it knowing it is like the, is half the battle I think seeing being able to see it and being able to see that it's like taking control of your life i never could see it i just thought oh i've got to change in order to like accommodate this thought in my head but you know you can't do that you can't so right it in every state that we're in we are all doing the same thing we're all going through the same thing we're all one community just because you guys decided to put something together um i just sent you guys something on slack that I think you'd like to see. Okay, I'm going to look at it right now. Hear that? We're we're cool people on Slack. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me when you get it. Oh, you guys, we got 500 people. Oh, Brooke. Wait a minute. We have 500 people in our Facebook group. We just got our 500. Is that what she, is that what she sent us? Yes. Oh, wait, is it right here? Kelly wants to know if she should approve or if you guys should approve it. Can you tell Kelly, you go for it. You go for it, girl. Oh, oh my gosh. We, Brooke, can you believe that? 500 people. That's awesome. That's awesome. That should be a ringing no, no one is alone. Okay, so there's one other part to Jill's email that I have to read because Charlene and I thought the same thing. So here it goes. Um, she said, also, as a funny aside... When Stay the Same was released, I didn't really pay attention to the lyrics either. At first, I thought he was asking, don't you ever wish you were someone else? (laughs) Instead of making the directive statement, don't you ever wish you were someone else? Punctuation makes all the difference. I also saw Joe perform that song at an album release in 1999 at Walmart in South Florida. 
it was my one and only time up close with a new kid. I need to find pictures from that day and I will send you the story. Jill, oh. I cannot wait. We love that story. <laughs> I cannot wait for that story. And pictures. Yes. And, and how I'm, close did you get? Yes. Were you like, she, hey, I mean, she hey, must. Hey, Joe McIntyre. How she you must doing? have been pretty close at Walmart. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That wouldn't be a big, it's not like it's a venue. Right. right. It would be like in like in the electronic section and or in a parking lot. But Jill, I cannot wait to hear your story and totally agree with you before I paid attention to the lyrics. I was like, yeah, actually, Joe, I do. I do wish I was somebody else. Yeah, I do. I what he said. <laughs> like, don't you ever wish you won the lottery? Don't you ever win? Yeah. I the same way. The exact yeah. same way. <laughs> so thank you, Jill. Thank you so much for sending that in. We really appreciate it. That. that was awesome. Thank you, Jill. Now, now, since we're talking about like self-acceptance and and believing in yourself, you think it's a good kind of segue into our inspirations as youngsters as to kind of what brought us to the point of us being the women we are now? Hell's the yes. inspirations of our youth. I think so. So I, um, growing up in Southern California, um, I am racially ambiguous myself. My mom's Mexican, but most of our family's born here. So we don't have anybody that's alive. It's like, oh, they came from Mexico, you know? And so we don't speak Spanish. And so my, my mom's Mexican. My dad is a big mix. His mom is Cajun and Creole. She's from um, La Louisiana. And then his dad, yeah, his dad was uh, Filipino and Navajo. So my dad looks like oats from Holland Oats. He totally does. That picture you sent me, I'm like, whoa! Like, no, he does. He looks like <laughs> He could be a stand-in! Like, yeah. And so... um so he looks like that. My mom, my mom's Mexican and we, we were racially ambiguous. Like people think we speak Spanish when I'm around Filipino friends, people assume that I'm Filipino. Like it's like, we, it's fine. But, um, I noticed growing up, you know, if you don't speak Spanish or if you don't fall into specific lines, then it's kind of hard to identify, well, what, what am I or what are we or what, where's, where's my place pretty much. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So um, I noticed growing up in with parents that were very pop culture um, open with us watching MTV, watching movies, you know, all kinds of stuff that like, okay, there's all these different visions of older women or visions of teenage women and, you know, just different types of characters that I kind of was drawn to. And so I always did like, I mean, we all of the women in my family are loud. We're, we're, we're a loud bunch. My mom's the loudest. She said, cause she's the youngest. So she had to be loud or nobody would hear her. But, uh, you know, like these, these real kind of outspoken women, I, I, I just loved those characters. And it was just like, like we were talking about Molly Ringwald. My favorite of the movies from the eighties that she did was pretty in pink. I love pretty in pink. She made her own clothes. She was different. You know, she worked in a record store, you know, that, that, I just loved it. And then like when Blaine stood her up and she like yelled at him and pushed him into the locker and was like, tell me the truth, Blaine, don't lie to me. And I was like, yeah, she's so tough, you know, just just being amazing. And then she still went to the prom and she still was there with her best friend and somehow went back to Blaine and and, you know, whatever. I just remember just being really just inspired that her aunt and Iona, Annie Potts's character in that movie. Yes. Yes. Her. Oh, every single time they show her, she's in a different type of outfit. Yes, like she, is. she has different styles. She has a crazy wig on. She's wearing every single time. She her style is 
completely different from the last time they showed her. And I remember watching that thinking, wow, you can do that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. Oh, I only dress, you know, I only dress sporty. I only no, you could do that. And she did it. I remember watching like the one two punch of Molly Ringwald's character and Annie Potts character just being like, this is amazing. This is wonderful. I love everything about this. I love that movie. I loved Annie Potts in that movie. I love the way that you looked at that. I never saw it like that. Like I never saw like, hey, I could look like that. Like I could do that. Mm-hmm. That's all. Like I wish I did because it's so cool. It's so cool. It's you don't have to be the same person every day. You don't have to no. have the same look every day. No. And I, I mean, I've worked with the public in retail since 1999, and I, I do kind of have fun with it because you know I'm working with the public. I might as well be you know a cartoon character about it. It's, it's. I don't. I take a lot of chances in the way that I adorn myself based on things like that and my love of drag queens and being that I work in Venice, you know, just everything that about that is, it's like, okay, we might as well have fun with it. But it's just like, it's just that, that type of, of woman character was like so influential. I mean, I didn't see the movie when it came out, but I remember watching it when I was like eight, nine years old and just being like, wow. Yeah. Same thing. Like, like Wayne's world is one of my all time favorite movies. Oh my God. I love that movie so much. I love it so much. I love Wayne's world. (laughs) I've seen it more times than I can count. I love that. I, oh, I, I love I that movie. It, I saw it like six times in the theater. <gasps> I loved it I so much. I just, anytime anybody wanted to go to the movies and see Wayne's World, I was like, I'll go. I just loved it. Um, And then Tia Carrere just being awesome and she was rocking awesome. out and screaming ballroom blitz into the microphone. Oh, so wonderful. I have actually stories about Tia Carrere and Molly Ringwald if you guys want to hear them. I would um, love to yes. hear them. Yes, please. I'll start with the Tia Carrere because I kind of like Napoleon dynamited that one. Um, (laughs) So. (laughs) Did you go, your mom goes to college? No, I couldn't even do that. (laughs) (laughs) So, So at my work, we see a lot of people in the movie industry or in the music industry because, you know, in the part where I work in Southern California, why not go to, you know, a big, huge grocery store? So I've noticed in all the years that I've been at this one location, I can pull it together to talk to an attractive actor or an attractive singer. If it's, you know, whoever it is, it's like, oh, yeah, sure. No problem. Like I, I can try to be funny. Like I made Chris Hemsworth laugh. Like I, I can I can pull it together for hot guys, apparently. The issue I have is, I guess if you're an influential woman (laughs) that I grew up watching, I have to make my brain work like a human. (laughs) (laughs) Because apparently it goes into shutdown mode like, um, and so I saw Tia Carrere shopping. She was with her daughter. And like I said, I've seen Wayne's World more times than I can count. And I... If I see somebody I recognize and I want to talk to them, I'll be like, oh, yeah, you find anything you you know you need or um, is this the pasta sauce you're looking for? Just something about the food in this grocery store. Like, oh, yeah, you know, just to start a conversation. So I walked down the aisle. It was like the chip aisle with her and her daughter was. And I my brain said, say something, say something. And I couldn't. And I kept walking. Okay, okay, okay. 
so then <laughs> they were in produce. And so I was like, I'm going to make it. Oh, let me put this bag of carrots back. Um, let me go over here. So I like put the carrots back and they were behind me. And I was like, turn around, say something. And then I didn't. So I was like, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. She went through the line and I was um, running change for the cashiers. And I asked one of my cashiers and she was paying for her groceries. So she's right in front of me. So I asked the cashier, hey, do you need quarters? Are you good on tens? And she's like, oh yeah, I'm fine. I look at Tia Carrera in the face and then I turn and I walk away. No. <laughs> not get my brain to work. I thought, oh my God, just say something, say something, say something. You know, you, I know you've been in a lot of stuff, but Wayne's World's one of my favorite movies. I love your work. Just so I couldn't do it. It's <sighs> like, okay, I get it. It's the women. So I did get a chance to help Molly Ringwald once. Um, she had come, it was, um, I'm in the meat department now and I was in the meat department previously. And so she came in with her husband and they were walking around and he came to the counter. And so since the meat department's, you know, like an enclosed department, I couldn't randomly walk past her and ask her about quinoa or whatever. <laughs> and so, um, he, he, he did all the asking and he had all the stuff and they left and I was like, Oh my God, it's my ring. Well, so the next weekend they came back, I was coming back from lunch and um, since my meat department is very big, we also like would cook burgers and fries and stuff like that on one of the sides um, that has like marinated kebabs or whatever. And so I saw she was waiting because it was a Saturday and there was a lot of people waiting. And so I put on my apron and booked it straight to her. And one of the my coworkers was like, oh, was next. I was like, what do you want? <laughs> He's like, oh, fries. I'm like, fine. So I like dropped the fries whenever. So can I get you guys anything? And so they were having a barbecue and they were asking, what is this marinade like? And is this good? And blah, blah, blah. So she was asking me all this different stuff about the marinated meats we had. And they got, you know, a good amount of things. And so I was wrapping up her, her kebabs and our counter is kind of low. So you can't see my hands until I like hand it over the counter. And as I wrap it and put the sticker on it, I noticed my hands were shaking. Oh, <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> So I thought, pull it together, take a breath. So I just like took a breath. I was like, yeah, here you go. And I handed it to her. And then like she's like, oh, thank you so much. I was like, yeah, you guys have a great weekend. And and so she turns and walks away and leaves. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and being that I was working with a bunch of 21-year-olds, nobody recognized her. Oh, I was like, my word. And I had one butcher. And he, he was in his 40s. And he's like, he's like, hey, Charlene, was that a little uh, – 16 candles you helped I was like oh my gosh she's like she looked good yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh she, she looked real good I'm like yeah she did it was like I was so glad he was the only person of my whole meat department who even knew who she was oh my word you want to like, be like here take go home right now watch these movies because yeah. you are missing yeah. out on life so go yeah, yeah. home yeah. and watch them right now Nobody, like nobody. And I was like, she's amazing. I love her. I've seen so many of her movies so many times. Pretty and Pink is the best. Oh, I can't get, uh, uh, just amazing. Just fantastic. Yes. She was definitely a big part of all of our lives, I'm sure. <laughs> one of the one moments that I'll never forget is in 16 Candles when her grandmother feels her up. Like, yes. I don't know what yeah. it is, but like, I was like, why would her grandmother touch her boobs? Why? Right. right. Why would she do that? Who does that? I'm sure there's, I'm sure that there are grandmothers that I don't know. But I was like, oh, I was mortified thinking, does that happen? Like, is somebody going to touch my boobs? Like, 
Do I have oh. anybody in my family that doesn't know boundaries and would be like, oh, with her right. cigarette. Look it. Right. Her breast came in. Oh, my word. <laughs> oh, And the my thing gosh. is, too, is, she was super young when she started making those movies. I think she was like 15 when yeah. they first started those. She was really young. She did an amazing job. It, those movies are classic. Absolutely. Well, the thing is, too, it's it's they always had such an amazing kind of left to center view of the characters. And so it's like, OK, well, this is the main character and these are the issues and these are the flaws and these are what makes them different. And these are the people who apparently have no issues and are rich and are James Spader being such a dick, but so yes. gorgeous. Yes, James Spader. Yes, Brooke likes him too. He's so terrible, but he was so beautiful and pretty and pink. I loved those movies, but like one of the movies I watched over and over and over and over and over again was Heather's. And that's a really dark movie for that's super dark. A eight year old, nine year old kid to watch, but I Mm -hmm. loved it. And I really feel like it's because I that's when I like fell in love with Winona Ryder. I just thought she was so cool and I, well i i loved beetlejuice mm-hmm. i i feel like i saw heathers before i saw beetlejuice but i might be wrong it might be the other way around but i i still i loved her because i loved mm-hmm. her in beetlejuice because she was i don't know maybe i was a dark kid i don't know maybe i had like a little bit of like a dark side to me not like crazy dark I, i'm but <laughs> i'm gonna co-sign that because i didn't see heathers till later and i saw beetlejuice a billion times and it was all about all about her character in that did you like christian slater oh my god dude i like christian slater especially in heathers especially in (laughs) heathers but i loved him so it appealed to me his character really (laughs) no it's like when like i started to like get that like sense of like who i i really like him like make me feel something i can't yes yes Hey, this is Nikki. So coming up here, you'll notice a weird transition. And I just wanted to explain it because once I started editing, I realized it didn't quite make sense. Um, Something happened with Brooke and she had to step away. And Charlene and I continued to discuss not knowing that Brooke was gone. And I really wanted to include that conversation. But at the same time, um, then we switched the conversation and Brooke came back and that conversation was equally as important. So there's just a weird transition here that we I really couldn't splice together and have it make sense. So with that being said, here it is. I'm back. Hey, Hey. I'm sorry. That's okay. We just paused. We were scheming on how to get to Joe (laughs) McIntyre. Oh, perfect. I know it's a hard no for you. But (laughs) I was like, I'm really considering but I have to pay for the cruise first. Like, that's my first thing is making sure the cruise is paid for. And why? What are you considering? I'm considering flying <laughs> out there by myself. Can you what? believe it? I'm considering flying out there by myself. Oh, my gosh. I know. But if I meet Christine there. And me. And right. Charlene, I won't feel. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just if I can get the direct Boston, L.A. Yeah. And then. But, but then what are you going to do? Go, go stock? Joey McIntyre? No, I was just going to go to a show. Oh, when is it? Oh, you don't know about it. Oh, my no. gosh. I didn't tell. I didn't okay, tell hold on. about this. Tell Brooke about the thing. Now I'm going to run to go pee. Tell, tell okay. Brooke about Joe's plan. Okay. Brooke. So Joe is doing shows from...
February until April. What? Yes, in LA. Okay. So we need to go. <laughs> but I thought it was going to be like a hard no. I feel like I talked to you about this. Like I feel like I texted you. No. Well, I just maybe you texted me and I, it got lost. And I just figured, oh, it's a hard no. But it's like if we could find cheap flights to go and come wow. back. <laughs> like he's going to release dates soon. Okay, so we don't know, like... Okay, let me... It was in the podcast. He said it. And where? It's in, in Hollywood. Yes. Okay. Okay, I'm... Hold on. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay, hold on. Cora, come here. I'm going to put the headphones on Cora. She just wanted to say hi. Oh. Here, come here. They're very nice. They have little kids like you, too. One of them has a five-year-old. This is my first five. It's okay. Oh, here, just hi, come to the microphone and say Oh. Don't worry, they can't see you. <laughs> She's being shy. Do you oh. want to go back to color? I think I want to on the bed. Well, you can't climb on the bed. You're going to go back to coloring. Oh. Hey, Brooke. Yeah. It's every other Wednesday, February through April. No dates yet. Oh, hey, Cora. Just put these on so you can hear them. Hey, Cora. <sighs> Hi. How are you? Good. How old are you? Five and a half. Five and a half. Wow. I have a I have a little girl. She's five and a half. She was just out here. Are you coloring? Um. Yeah. What are you coloring? Um. Well, I'm using my magic pen. You are your magic pen. That sounds really cool. That does sound really cool. What's your favorite color? Um, blue. Yes, I love blue too. That's a really nice color. You know what my favorite color is? Purple. Like what? Blue <laughs> yeah. And okay, go. Yes, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being a team player. All right, you can go back to coloring. That was cute. That sounded like Sadie. Stop. She's like, "Are you still talking to them?" I said, "Yeah." <laughs> Well, can I talk to them? I'm like, sure. And then she walked into the room and she's like, no. (laughs) It might not be such a hard no from Brooke after all. But it's it's Wednesday. Yeah, it's every other Wednesday. So Wednesdays are hard because that means I have to take like at least three days off work. Okay. I wonder if we could. could With limited vacation time. Couldn't we take a red eye back? Well, it depends on what time the show's over. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, also, I can't do anything in February or March. So we have, well, that's okay. April works better for me anyway. We're blacked out. Yeah, he doesn't have his dates up yet. I'm trying to, because we were trying to speculate, is he going to announce it on Twitter? Is he going to put it on his Instagram? Um, we know it's not going to be on his website. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's nothing on the venue's website that has him on it. There's a bunch of other people, though. It's not a hard no. I think it would be fun if it works out. I'll keep I my eyes peeled. Perfect. I don't know if I can make it happen for me. I am intrigued. Let's let's put it that way. Yes. <laughs> should, we, should we talk about Heather's now? So what I was talking about was how much I loved Winona Ryder. Like, I loved oh, her. Yeah. And... I had a thing for Christian. I think like that's the first time like I was like, whoo, 
Christian Slater. Whoa. What's no, that? Chris- What's that feeling? Yes. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Especially his character in Heathers. Because. Um, yes. Oh, yes. Christian Slater. Christian yes. Slater was the first, like, yes. <laughs> he was everything. I wanted to run my fingers through his hair. Mm-hmm. No, Christian Slater, he, I feel like everything he did back then, he was great. I mean, Heather's Pump Up the Volume. I've mm-hmm. never seen that movie. Oh, my gosh. I probably haven't seen it since, like, 1993, but, yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah, I probably haven't seen it since then either, but I remember watching it and thinking, like, ooh, Christian Slater. When he was an Untamed Heart. That movie makes me cry. That movie was the, that was the first movie I ever saw where I literally howled. Yes, it was like, <laughs> like by myself in my room watching that movie, cried my eyes out. And then, oh my God, The Legend of Billie Jean. I don't think Do I you ever remember saw that movie. Oh my gosh, that movie, so good, so good, so 80s. I just had to look it up because I don't know the, I don't remember the name, girl's name. But anyway, go watch that movie, like find it. I don't know where it is. I, if it's on Netflix, I'm watching it ASAP. They were talking about it in the Facebook group. I saw that. That movie. It was one of those movies that would be like on HBO a lot. And so I watched it a lot. Whatever was on HBO in the early 90s, that's what I watched. <laughs> that's a really good movie. And I really loved him in that movie, too. That was like early, early Christian Slater. But anyway, Winona Ryder was, is cool. I was like, I want to be her. That's who I want to be. I want to be Veronica. <laughs> Except I don't want to kill people. <laughs> I, right? Corn nuts. Corn nuts. I watched Beetlejuice way more than Heather's, though. Yeah, I and just that I am utterly, utterly alone. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think um, the other thing about Winona was that how she how she went from being so super rad in like the late eighties to being super cool in the nineties. Like I, I think I saw Reality Bites when I was like. 15 i love reality Bite. 15 or 16 and she was just so cool. and then janine garofalo was in that too i love that movie i've seen that movie probably 150 times i remember i remember times. thinking thinking why is um why is ethan hawk such a dick because i I'd, I'd never really come across guys like that in my early teendom right and i was like why what's his problem i couldn't figure out what his problem was but yeah she's and she has super short hair and she's so cool and she's like she's in her early so 20s cool. in the movie trying to figure out what they're doing Life. and yeah and it's like oh is that what it's like to be in your 20s and janine garofalo works at the gap yeah and she had those amazing like betty bangs oh i love and then she gets promoted to assistant manager <laughs> and she's like get a job that movie I wasn't, like, a huge Winona Ryder fan, though. Like, I'm just going to put that out there. Not that I didn't like her, but she was just, like, in in Reality Bites, I was a bigger fan of Jean Garofalo. Because she, she had all the good lines. She had all the good lines, and she she was funny. She was cool. I loved that she worked at The Gap. Like, I just, like, I loved that. Super rad, like, those, like, dresses that she wore. And her lunchbox is a purse. Yeah, I... I remember loving her, her like outfits and her hair. And then she had all the best one liners. I was like, yeah, this is, um, I'm all about it. She was cool. I liked her a lot. Well, who did, okay. So if Nikki was all about Winona, who, who did you like growing up or who, who did you find kind of inspiring in your well, early tweendom or? So I've thought about this and I don't, there isn't really one person that was like one like female that was inspiring to me, but I, there were definitely ones I wanted to be. Like, like who? 
I wanted to be Samantha Maselli. Alyssa Milano? Yes. Like, but specifically Samantha Maselli from Who's the Boss? Also, I mean, it goes without saying DJ Tanner and also Punky Brewster. I loved the characters and therefore, like, of course, as a kid, because I was, I mean, this was 80s. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. This translated to the actresses themselves. But, like, I would literally go to bed at night and close my eyes and, like, like pray, pray that I would wake up and be Alyssa Milano. Well, she was she was so cool, too, and she had a little accent. Yes. And she had brown hair like me. So, like, I could be Alyssa Milano. And, like, she just seems so cool. But I don't really know why. Like, as a teenager, there wasn't, like, one person that I was like, oh, my gosh. There was a lot of them. I, I don't look anything like Melissa Joan Hart, but I wanted to be like Clarissa Explains It All and have a cute best friend who would climb through my window. I did, too. And a pet alligator named Elvis. <laughs> I forgot his name was Elvis. Yeah, oh, yeah. I I loved her. I actually, I named my hamster Clarissa after her. Clarissa bit Nikki. Yeah, thanks, Clarissa. Nikki still has a scar. <laughs> That was like sixth grade. <laughs> she was just defending her pregnantness. We did not know she was pregnant at the time. <laughs> you still have the scar. It was, it but was it didn't hurt. Enough. But it didn't hurt. But it was like bleeding, like I've never seen before. Well, I've actually seen before, but it was like whoa, hey, for such like a little bite. You were going for the bone, girl. <laughs> She's brutal. No, that was that's a really good one. I loved her. Like, in that show. But it didn't carry over with Sabrina. Like, I didn't watch Sabrina. I didn't watch Sabrina either. My brothers watched Sabrina. My mom likes Sabrina. Um, but I didn't I didn't watch that show. Um, I think I have a thing for two when they um, talk to the camera. Because she yeah. would talk to the camera. And I love Wayne's World. He talks to the camera. Uh, I love High Fidelity. He talks to the camera. That There's, okay, my all-time top five. And I've said this. And that is from High Fidelity, all-time top five. My all-time top five favorite movies are Princess Bride. Um, High Fidelity, Wayne's World, Tombstone, Pretty in Pink. <laughs> I could not do a top five. Yeah, well, that's the thing is that it always changes too. Yeah, I I think I like when they talk to the when they break the the fourth wall. Although I do like I do like Ferris Bueller, but it's not one of my like favorite favorite movies. I do have to say something that we're talking about John Cusack because like he was also on my list to talk about. Of, like, people who influenced me in my life. Lloyd Dauber. <laughs> Just because I, like, resonated with his character, if that's the correct word. Like, I, like, it, yeah. as Brooke would say, it's he spoke to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, that whole character and Say Anything. I just felt like yeah. I was him. And, like, this is in high school. Like, right. I felt like I was right. him. So right. I watched it a lot. I watched it over and over and over and over again. <laughs> and I never did do the scene, though. And no one ever did the scene for me. <laughs> the boom. Joey McIntyre, if you're listening, you can do that scene for me if you would like to. No, Kevin. Kevin won't mind. <laughs> he he will not mind one bit. Kevin will Kevin will record it. Yeah, through high school, I I was pretty obsessed with Fiona Apple and Alanis Morissette. I think I played their first albums so many times i just remember being like 16 like i love the way fiona apple puts words together like she's a true poet and being so like dramatically <laughs> <laughs> like i feel her i understand <laughs> i felt that way about fiona apple mm-hmm. not so much about alanis morissette 
but that's different. Like, you know, when you listen to an album and it reminds you of things Mm -hmm. that that was that album for me. And I never like I I just it always reminded me of things that I didn't want to remember. Nothing bad or traumatic. Morissette or the Fiona one? Alanis Morissette. Jagged Little Pill. Like I could, I just couldn't. And it's nothing bad or traumatic or anything happened, but it was like just foolishness. So yes, and I'm going to give an honorable mention here. I'm going to say I also totally loved Bridget Fonda, which is kind of random, but it's because my favorite movie, what's my favorite movie, Nikki? You know my favorite movie. Singles? Yes. My favorite movie, hands down. That is my favorite movie. Since the day I saw it, when I was like 12 years old. Oh, single. It's a Cameron Crowe movie. It is. And I I just love it. So she's in it. And I really like her character in that movie. Because I think she is like any, I feel like any Phoebe, any person, but like any like, like woman in particular can identify with her. Oh my gosh! I need, to, I need to watch it again. I think I saw it one time when it came out in nineteen. You do need to watch it again. Uh, yeah, it 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 was out. It came out in ninety two. It was probably on video ninety three ish. Like, but that's like right around the time. It was the first time I saw Pearl Jam because it's in Seattle, right? Yes, and her character Janet Janet Livermore, she's in the movie. She's twenty three. She is a waitress. She has this boyfriend who doesn't really like her. But he's cool. So she's like sticks with him. And it's just like it's like I think that people could relate to that. And then like she her whole character, like she just grows through the movie. It's not centered around her by any means. It's more like uh, there's, you know, singles. It's a bunch of people. But I just love that movie. Oh, I got to watch that again because I do love Almost Famous. That's another Cameron Crowe movie. That's a good movie, too. Awesome movie. I did have one more for mine. Oh, 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 who? Baby from Dirty Dancing. (gasps) <gasps> yes and here's why first of all patrick swayze national oh, treasure patrick yeah, it was swayze. dreamy i wanted to be a dancer just like baby if baby could do it i could do it right absolutely she carried a watermelon so <laughs> i just wanted to look like her like i loved the way she looked i loved her hair oh her hair I loved her hair. Like, I really wanted to have that curl like she did. I can remember this girl that went to school with us. I was always like, I love your hair so much. I wish my hair was like that. And I'm like, how did you do that? And she's like, oh, it's just the way my hair is naturally. You know, I was really jealous of her hair. Yeah, I'm a I'm a straight haired person who always dreams of curly hair. Like with my dad's hair being curly, my mom thought mine was going to be curly, and it's not. It's straight as hers. So I remember watching the movie and thinking, like, oh, her hair is so big and wonderful. I know. I would do anything for hair that's curly. Now, Nikki, your hair is curly. I was just going to say, you guys don't want curly hair. Let me just tell you about that. But it's a different kind of curl. But your hair holds a curl. It's the worst kind of curl. Let me just no. tell you that. When I let my hair dry, it looks like. Donna Summer, love to love you, baby hair. (gasps) So you're saying my dream hair. You have my dream hair. Yes, she does. It is triangle-esque. You're an undercover disco queen. (gasps) I guess I should be because that is what my hair does. Just like that. When my hair dries natural, it looks like Axl Rose. Flat and stringy. (laughs) Axl Rose, what the hell? You mean like Welcome to the Jungle? Like it stands up? No, not Welcome to the Jungle. Like, Sweet Child of Mine. (laughs) 
it is flat and straight and stringy. And it's not the kind of flat that you get with a flat iron. Because, like, people have said that to me. They're like, oh, my gosh, I have to use a flat iron to get like that. No, it's not like that. It's, like, wispy in pieces and flat and clumpy. And it looks greasy. Even if, even though it's not, that's what my hair looks like. So that's why I have to use, like, 75 products and take all kinds of time with it every day. All right. So we should probably wrap up. Yeah. Let's do some housekeeping, shall we? Ah, that sounds great. All right. So we have, oh, well, we mentioned it already because we we were here when it happened. Mm-hmm. But our Facebook group. Yeah. 500. Yay. Actually, it's now like 502. Yeah, I saw that. Even better. <laughs> that, since we've been talking. So that's awesome. That's very awesome. And we had two really good days. I can't believe. Okay. You got to break down those metrics a little bit for people who don't understand like the metrics of podcasting. Do you want to do it, Mark? Well, it's it's hard because the metrics of of podcasting, it is a very great area. I don't fully understand them, but we probably understand them more than most people (laughs) if you don't have a podcast. So, (laughs) yeah. I mean, like, basically, it's based on downloads. So your podcast is successful as it depends on how many downloads that you get. So, I mean, we had our, obviously, our original CoverGirl episode was awesome. And everyone has been really excited about it. And you've shared it and tweeted about it and... Because of you doing that and the excitement around it, we've had two of our highest download days back to back than we've ever had. Yes. Yes. And we had more downloads today than we did yesterday, which is crazy. That's crazy because that doesn't happen. Never. Our release day, we have the we have more way more downloads than we would have on like the Thursday after. Right, 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 right. It's just right. the way that it works. It just, uh, you know, it dips. It goes up and down. It dips through the week. And obviously on our release days, and it makes sense. There's more downloads. Well, we had more downloads today than we did yesterday. Today is right. Thursday. P.S. Yes. I listened Thursday. to that episode, and I just was smiling listening to the story. Like, I was just in my car just beaming like, oh, this is this is so good. I can't believe this happened. We were super excited about it and super excited to talk to Jenny. And um, clearly our listeners liked it enough to share it and, you know, help us get it out there. Yeah. And I I do have to say it wasn't just her episode. No, it wasn't because that's the thing. What was crazy is like most of most of the numbers that we had today and yesterday, you guys, was from previous episodes. Because it just, it brings people to us. And You guys, like, listen to a lot more episodes, and we hope that you like us. I mean, we hope that you stick with us, um, because that's awesome. I mean, there's 500 people now who at least, you know, like you guys a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we love to have you. Yes. Yes, and we appreciate it. And it kind of trickles down, like, people will... You know, they'll listen to past episodes and hopefully you're here listening to this now and some of those past episodes are rough. We appreciate you 
go and listen through it. Charlene says they're not rough. I don't think so. That's I'm Charlene. That means a lot when you say that because I listen to a lot of podcasts. I do. I I I counted. I listened to over twenty podcasts, um, (laughs) which is too many. But I'm some of them still aren't making content. But I've listened to them up to their point. But I think every single one from from the beginning, you know. They got to work out their format, got to work out, you know, see what what flows, what works for the people who are doing the podcast. So I when I listened to it, because because Nikki, you didn't find me till October. So you guys had all those episodes from October um, before um, from the beginning all the way through. I was like, OK, it's getting going, it's getting going, it's going. And it just keeps going and going and going. Like, I didn't think until somebody was like, oh, it's rough. And I was like, oh, is it really that rough? And then I was like, was it that rough? And I even listened to it again. And I thought, <laughs> no. I don't think it's, oh, and I don't think oh. I'm just being nice. Um, I just think it's because maybe people who aren't avid podcast listeners maybe haven't had that experience and think, oh, this is how people do interviews. But even right. people like I listen to a lot of stand-up comedians who do podcasts, and these are people who are used to talking to a crowd and making people laugh. You know, you 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 got to get, you know, you can't you got to walk before you run. And I just think. I think they're good. I don't think there wasn't anything in those first few episodes where I'm like, I'm not going to keep listening to this. Like I kept listening and look, here I am. But Thanks. I mean, yay! we appreciate that. Thank you. I think it works. And thank you guys for uh, continuing to listen to us. We appreciate that. Totally. So totally. Yeah. And with that being said, in order for us to continue to have these episodes and to continue to have our, you know, the same flow. We need your stories and episode ideas. So you need to send them to us. And how are they going to do that, Brooke? Well, they can email them to my so-called whatever at gmail.com because that is, I think that's the best way, honestly. It really is. It it keeps us organized. I'd say that's really the only way we really want to take them, to be honest with everybody. Only because on Twitter or Facebook, like we could miss it. It, we really can it and we don't and I apologize it. for right we don't want to miss it and it keeps us kind of focused and we're able to sort things so that we don't miss right the episodes right um, we don't miss like the stories so even if you have like an episode idea send it to us email my so-called whatever at gmail.com exactly we really want to hear it so yeah and I think too there's a lot of people in the group who put out great ideas for different things if you saw something in the group that you thought is like hey I'd like to hear this expanded on or like I want to get more information or hear people's stories about a specific thing then I say write in and tell your story or whatever that you know your take on it is I like the way you think exactly (laughs) 100% That is what we want to see. Absolutely. And you're right, Charlene. I've seen like so many awesome ideas Mm -hmm. and like I'll write them down, but then I'll forget about it. Like I have an idea, an episode idea log where I keep like some of our things going. Like somebody had just said recently they wanted us to to talk about NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. Right. You know, so that will be done. Don't you worry about it. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Don't you worry your pretty little head off. We'll be more than happy. Check, check, triple check. <laughs> yeah, I like the way you think. That's exactly yeah, what and I even, even if it's nothing that you think isn't that big of a deal, like I took a picture of that exclamation perfume 
and put it on the group. Yes. And it was like a waterfall of like, what about this one? What about that one? Like, I just thought, mm-hmm. wow, guys, look at this old school thing I haven't seen since 1992. Right. And so I think if anybody has ideas that are like that, like, hey, did anybody else like this group? You know, did anybody else do this when they were in eighth grade? The more the better. Right. Absolutely. Right. Did, did anybody else get their first kiss while playing Spin the Bottle? That was highly specific. It was it was an unfortunate series of events, but that was where my first kiss came from. <laughs> Behind my grandparents' garage that fateful December 1st night. <laughs> and it was a pity birthday kiss. Everybody stood up. It was like out of the movies. But not in a good way like the movies, like a Um, I just felt like why like why has this been pre planned? Right. Like, I felt really dumb. I felt really like You are not old. It's not like you were like too old to No, I was in eighth grade and like I don't know. There's a whole story behind it, but maybe we'll get there someday. Maybe you look you look nice. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah, maybe we'll get there. Maybe we can all we maybe we can have a whole thing about first kiss and we can all talk about our first kiss. Oh. How's that? How's that sound? How's that sound? How's send that for a topic? Send your stories. Send your stories. Yeah, Brooke we... is so excited to talk about hers. No, I'm not at all. Like, not even a little bit. And also, and also, I feel like I shouldn't talk about it out of respect for the for the deceased. He would be more than happy to have you talk about your first kiss. He wouldn't even remember my name. I don't. Okay. I don't even remember his name. <laughs> all right, I'm I'm sending out a signal, ghost guy. Can you please come and visit and just. You know, say my name. No, no, no. <laughs> don't, don't come and visit. <laughs> I respect you. I don't need you here. Okay. Yes. Please. Please don't come. Please. Nope. Charlene was just kidding. Okay. Um, I'm taking back. That, LOL. I'm taking back that. I, I, I'm rescinding the paper plate signal. Ghost. Yes. Just hang out where you are. Yes. So. So, so yeah. Any other housekeeping? Um, Patreon. We're going to be doing a drawing. Oh, Yes. Yes. You guys, you know how you signed up for Patreon and we said we we're going to do drawing. We're not only going to do one drawing, we're going to do two drawings. Two drawings. And the prizes are going to be pretty amazing. They actually are awesome. Yeah. So what? based on what level you are, you'll get entries to win. And when I come back from Memphis, then I will not be going to Graceland. That's unfortunate. So That is unfortunate. You can not only support us, but you have a chance to win some pretty cool things. So. Uh, yeah. It's actually, I'm excited about it. That'll be fun. Yeah. But when you come back, we'll do that. Yep. And we'll announce that to the Patreon peeps. And if you would like to do that, you can go to our website under donate. That's right. And you can do that. And Charlene, Charlene's one of our Patreon peeps. It's true. I yeah. think Patreon is great. I think I, I, I'm a patron for, I think, four different podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, it's a great tool. That. We really appreciate so it. Hey, I'm a firm believer. Every little bit helps. Every like, we are dead serious. Every seriously. little bit helps us. <laughs> it really, really does. Yeah. Like, uh, like, oh, I, I can't donate fifty dollars a month. You don't have to donate. 50 no you way. Dollar. You can donate a, a dollar if you want. A dollar. A dollar. Yes. It's it, every little bit helps us. Um, and if you can't, that's cool too because we just we just love that you're listening to us and that you're. You know, enjoying it. Podcast is free. So that's right. 
that that's how it is. So, yeah, but um, you can, you know, you can always like we always say, you can go on um, Apple Podcasts. You can rate review us. Um, the reviews are important. So if you can just type a couple words like they good. That works. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just put, put put wicked awesome. Yeah, wicked awesome. Love them. Done. You know that's honestly it helps us so much. So that's all I have. Yeah. And it, this was fun. Hit all our fun points. Yes, I think so. This was this was a lot of fun. This was a fun, a fun, a fun combo, ladies. It was like yeah, it was like a, it's it's like the way that we've envision this it from is from the beginning it, is. it really is this is like our vision we're sitting around we're just chatting you know talking about stuff talking about how we became who we are yeah you know just watching uh claire danes and uh winona Ryder and all, all these yes. yes great actresses and these great movies and all that fun stuff. Yes. We love it. And we love having you on, Charlene. Yes. Oh, thanks. We really appreciate yeah. you coming on and all your support and everything you do for us because you are one of our biggest cheerleaders and we we appreciate that so much. Mm-hmm. So thank Aww. you. And you're well, a moderator. Thanks. So thank you. That too. Of yes. a, a moderator of a, of a wonderful, wonderful group. I mean, yes, it's it, as a 500 today and just everything that I see and everything that everybody else is sharing. I'm just like loving it. And we appreciate that. And we appreciate oh. our other moderators, Christine, mm-hmm. Kelly, Michelle. Yeah. I feel like I'm missing somebody. No, there's four of us and then you guys. Okay. Wow. There we go. <laughs> so you guys are the be- you guys are amazing. Thank you, you so really much. Are. We appreciate it. And and all, all you 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 East East Coasters? Wait, wait, what's what's the word? The what what's the word for storm? Nor Norenders? What is it? Oh man. Yeah, nor- <laughs> Nor'easters? No, Nor'easter. <laughs> A Nor'easter. Yeah. Yeah, you guys stay safe, stay warm. Thank you. Thank you. you. (laughs) We will. Brooke, do you have heat? Nope. Oh. Well, just space heat. I feel like you will soon. Sweating, so I'm good. All right, I'm safe and warm. (laughs) Kids have an hour delay, which is just like really, really an hour delay, really. You know what that does? That's just an annoyance. That's just that's just a that's just a pita for us. No, it if is. If you guys don't know what pita means, it means pain in the ass. It's not chicken Caesar pita. No. Which I love those chicken Caesar pitas. Wendy's, please bring them back. Please. Please bring them back. <laughs> While we're at it, McDonald's, <laughs> bring back the Arch Deluxe. Yes, please. Yes, please. Um, Just because I... Feel- chicken fajita and the chicken fajita while you're at it. Oh, okay? the chicken fajitas, Kay. man. Those were a staple. We need a whole we need a whole episode on that. Yes, we do. Putting it, putting it in the idea book. So... Keep sending those I just ideas. saw uh, an article that I guess In-N-Out is getting hot chocolate with marshmallows. Wow. I know there's no In-N-Out's past, uh, I think, Arizona and maybe Nevada. So when you guys trek from Maine and if, if you ever come to California, we'll go get In-N-Out. Well, we're, so, I think we're pretty sure we're coming out there for LA Podfest. As long as it doesn't as, mess yeah. with the cruise. Right. 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 Yeah, I don't know if they've announced the dates. I'll try to do some recon on that. Okay. I went to You're my... going on the cruise, right, Charlene? Uh, yes. <laughs> there, I, I, you uh, have to. <laughs> I know I have to. I know I have to. 
And oh, then with man. all like the, the updates, I'm like, oh man, I want to go. I want to go. Yeah, you just ha- you just gotta go. Just gotta. I gotta. Go. I, gotta I gotta. Yeah, I gotta make some magic. I played lotto. I might have won the lotto last night. I gotta check. Okay, well, that would be amazing. That's it right there. <laughs> Please let and her win the lotto. lotto. I'll pay for everybody's. I'll pay for your guys's cruise if I won the lotto last Woo! night. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll be there for Joe. And for Podfest, how's yes. that sound? So yeah, and we might we might be there for Joe. We're Brooke and I just have to talk about it. You hear that, Joe McIntyre? We coming for you. <laughs> oh, that sounds scary. I know. Cut that out, Dave Coulier. That no, no, I, no, I, <laughs> no, I won't. I won't. Just Fine. we'll just say, Joe, we can't wait to meet you. Wait, meet you again. <laughs> <laughs> what? I can't wait for you. Like for. Christine, seriously, this is my this is my excitement that I cannot wait for. I cannot wait to see her meet him. Like that is what I want to see. She's never she's never met him. And like, I don't even care. I just want to watch her meet him. Like that's all I care about. I just want to watch her meet him. So exciting! I didn't know she's never met him. No. And so (laughs) when we've been talking and stuff, I'm like, honestly, I don't even care. I just want to watch you meet him. Like. I'm not even going to talk. I'm just going to like watch because I think it's going to be so cool. So like I told her, I was like, you, you can't meet him. If you go without me, you can't meet him. You have to wait for me (laughs) because I have to see this. I'm being, I'm being selfish, Christine. You go ahead. You meet him. It's a small venue. So it wouldn't be shocking if he did like a meet and greet after or something. Oh my word. Oh my. I I do want to go to one of Joe's solo shows when Christine's down here. So if this happens, I will take a ton of photos and or video and or both. I have two hands. And or just like Facebook live the entire thing. <laughs> no, I'll take a real I'll take a good video because that the video quality on that's not very hot, but I will oh I had no idea. Oh Christine, this is happening, Christine. <laughs> so now I now I'm gonna have to go because I have to watch Christine. I have to be there and watch her. So No pressure, yeah. Christine. No yeah, pressure. no pressure. That would be no fun. pressure. That would be so fun. I'm not and the thing is I told her I was like, I'm not gonna be able to say anything to him anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> all I'll say is she's been waiting to see you her whole life. That's all I'll say. <laughs> my, my one-liner. So, yeah. And unless unless interview mission interview Joey 2018 happens, then I gotta then I gotta really get going. I gotta really get my get in check. Your interview hat on. Yes. So Joe, let's hang out. Let me fix your website. That's my last plea. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.